Yeah, it's like a relation. Like you're trying to find the one. Yes. Spend the rest of your life with. I want to marry a tool. Bill Small. And I'm Miles Hansen. Welcome to The Subtle Art of Not Yelling, a weekly podcast for creatives about the creative process. Learn how to finish what you start, ship your work, and build a business without being the loudest on the block. Less Less noise, noise, more. (sighs) Hey, Miles. Hey, Bill. I'm a tool. (laughs) I mean, thank God you said it. (laughs) Finally. Well, well, beyond the fact that I've already messed some things up this morning, uh, I I get a, a little obsessed sometimes with looking for tools. You know? Yeah. Tools are fun. Like, I remember I would even get bored sometimes and I'd get on the app store just start looking at apps and tools like like one of those is magically going to transform my life and the way I work and make me more productive and rich beyond my wildest dreams I know what you mean so well that I used to call myself a software slut I would jump from tool to tool to software because I liked the features or I liked the way it looked or the pricing was better or it was the new thing. Yeah. And uh, I've I've come a long way, Bill. <laughs> Is there a 12-step program for that? <laughs> there should be. There really should be with all the tools out there. It's kind of insane. Yeah, except you'd have to go like make amends to giant software companies. You know, I'm sorry that I used you <laughs> in that way. It was... Anyway, uh, you know, I, the other day I started a new project, right? And it, the project itself, when I first started digging into it, it seemed a little overwhelming. And I started just a little bit to kind of break it down. Like, what do I need to do? And the first thing I started doing was looking for tools. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, and of course, I'm, I'm not really that's not doing anything, right? And I'm not necessarily finding anything. And I stopped and, and I, I thought, what am I doing? I don't know what I need a tool for yet. I'm just looking for a tool. Like, like finding the tool is going to help me figure out what I need to do for this project. And, and then I thought about how many times I've done that. Mm-hmm. Where like I think if I find the right uh, project management tool or I find the right, uh, you know, writing tool or the right, you know, whatever app, that suddenly the clouds are going to part. I'm going to figure it all out. I'm going to find this one, this place that allows me to do my work and, you know, go beyond where I usually stop. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It is, but if you think about it, it's us, it's our brain going through this tangible process. Like it kind of feels nice to look at this 
new tool with all these bells and whistles and features and oh I could use that. Oh, I could probably use that. Oh, that's cool. What's that? That I could probably learn to use that too. And next thing you know, you're just completely off track of what you actually need a tool for. Right. And you're kind of just going through this like dopamine cycle of you know, just spinning your wheels for no reason. I think I also get in this thing where I feel like I have to pick the right tool, right? You know, the right project management tool or whatever it is. Because that's the, like once I start that one, I can't ever use anything else. Like that has to be the one, right? That's so true. So I have to pick the tool that's going to work for the rest of my life. Forever. Right? <laughs> And I don't know why it feels that way, but it does. It feels like, oh, that's it. I have to use that forever now. That's so true. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like a relation. Like you're trying to find the one. Yes. Spend the rest of your life with. I want to marry a tool. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so we've got the software slut phase. Jump from tool to tool. <laughs> then, then you try to find the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you you uh, typically what happens, you know, down the road, sadly, you get a divorce from that tool. Right. And I'm trying to see how far I can stretch this analogy. <laughs> and you start looking for another one. Yeah. <laughs> you're back in the dating game. You're back right. in the dating pool right. looking for another tool. That's it. And look at that. There's all these new tools. A couple of years has gone by. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Look what they look what they're doing now. The technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think the point of what we're dancing around is you really have to understand first and foremost what you need the tool to do. What What are you trying to accomplish? And then find a tool that, that fits that. Yeah. That's honestly just simple. Like simple is, I think, the, the first and foremost um goal for a tool is is something you'll you'll actually use that's not overwhelming that doesn't have all these bells and whistles that's my that's what i look for in a tool right or even if it has even if you can use it well beyond how you're using it being able to just dive in and do exactly what you need to do in that moment with it and you can figure out the rest later if you need it right yeah i remember um a couple of years ago, I was trying to get a bit more consistent about writing. And, and I go back and forth. I'm not a, I do like to journal by hand, you know, with a pen. Uh, I, I, I tried journaling on the computer and I didn't really like it. But there were other things, there are other things that I actually, I'd rather write it on the computer, right? If I'm going to write a, I don't know, an article or a blog post or uh, some kind of long form social post or whatever. I'm going to write that on the computer. And I was working on um, a book that I had started a while back and, and trying to get into some kind of routine of just writing. And at that, I remember at this point, I didn't care what it was. I just needed to get a routine started, get some consistency going. So I thought, well, let me try this app. I'm going to try this free trial of this 
this app, you know, that has, you know, it, it looked cool and, and it, I still like it. Uh, but I got in there and I started using it and it, it did one thing that I really liked, which was like a lot of writing tools now have that distraction free thing where all you get is just a cursor pretty much and a blank screen. And I love it. Some of them will even like you, they'll play music, you know, while you do that, which is kind of cool. So I liked that. I started using it and it could do a lot of things I didn't need. And sometimes I would look at it and go, oh, well, maybe I should be doing this or that or this or that. But it, it's funny. It just didn't feel like it fit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it fit. Yeah. And I got, I used it for a few weeks and then, and of course paid for a year of it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then realized that, yeah, this is not it. This doesn't fit what I need. Now, in a way, maybe it helped me figure out what I need. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but this next time around, where you and I started talking about this tool thing, I, I just found myself looking for a tool and having the feeling like once I found the tool, my overwhelm, my overload would go away. Like that that was the thing that was going to cure... Uh, how big the project felt to me. And, and, and so I, once I had saw that that's kind of what the feeling was, I just stopped. I was like, no, it's not in the tool, dude. You know, go figure out what do you need to do? How, how small can you break this project down? What do you need to do? And what tool might actually work for that if you even need one? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think we can all tell when we're kind of going through the motions of something, like going down a rabbit hole, we don't need to go down. Yeah. And it's kind of an emotional, like it feels good. So you got to check on, you got to check yourself. I think project management is like the biggest one for people because we, you know, typically we have a lot of different ideas and projects and tasks that we need to do. And so in order to feel less overwhelmed, we want to be organized and have be able to see all those things and when they're due, kind of speaking from my own experience. And I can't tell you how many times I've looked at new and exciting project management tools that other people recommend and they use. And I'm like, oh, well, they use it. I got to check it out. And then I'm just going down this rabbit hole. And then back to the the relationship analogy it's like that free trial is like the first date you know and more often than not i'm just overwhelmed and then i never actually use it i can't actually get into a rhythm with it and i think that's that's what uh what i'm always looking for in a new tool is something i can use like every day i love that that you can't get in a rhythm with it i really like that a lot that's great um I had that, there's a, I'm trying not to, you know, use tool names because I want everybody to just stay clean on whatever they That's use. That's what I was thinking too. I was going to share some and then I'm like, no, that defeats the purpose. <laughs> but for example, when you and I, you and I started working on a project together and you had a management tool that you use mm-hmm. and I'd never used it and you, uh, you know, shared 
it with me, like we were kind of teamed on this thing. And I really tried. I tried to use it. And it, every time I would look at it, it just confused me. Yep. I, I found it so confusing to look at. But I, I really tried. I even set up my own projects in there. But I would never go back to it and look, ever. Because it just, I'm like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And then recently, uh, you you changed tools or you started using something else. Mm-hmm. And it's something I used a really long time ago and kind of fell out with. Like I mm-hmm. just stopped using it, right? I didn't have a problem with it. I just, it was sort of, it became a little bit unnecessary, right? Right. Um, maybe I just wasn't managing as much stuff or whatever project I'd started it with was done. So I didn't need it. And I went back to it and I was like, oh, well, I like this. This is simple. I can, I can use this. I can knock it out. What am I thinking? Right? <laughs> the spark went away and then came back. Yeah, but it's, like, <laughs> but it's like for some reason, I don't know, maybe in my head I thought, oh, I stopped using that. That's no good anymore. Right? So I'd like taken it off the list. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, that's funny. And it's probably changed. Like I imagine it's been greatly improved in seven years or whatever it is since I used it last. Yeah. there. That's the thing too, is that they're all nowadays, especially they're all kind of race. They're all becoming the same. Like yes. maybe back in the day, they used, there used to be a big discrepancy, big difference between softwares because one is just like way ahead of the others in terms of technology and whatever. And nowadays, like everything is so top notch um, that you really have to fight yourself. Okay, this is a good example. We use a tool for our community. Yes. And how many freaking community tools are out there now? So many. There's so many. It used to just be Facebook group, you know, but now you've got so many. And I was talking to someone yesterday. And we were talking about the tool we use and she said that she just found this tool that's like even better than Circle. And she told me the name of it and I'm on the website and I'm like, wow, this looks really cool. (laughs) (laughs) And so this conversation is very timely because part of me does want to go explore that. What if it is better? But you have to think like maybe it is incrementally better, but just because you can... (laughs) doesn't mean you necessarily should if it's going to add complexities if you have to learn it you got to go through the process of transferring everything and everyone like that's is that worth the headache for maybe an incremental benefit right and how do you figure out ahead of before doing all that work if it's going to be worth doing that yeah um yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to literally look at what are all the features? What's the pr- what do I get for the price? Is that different than what I'm paying for the other one? Uh, do I get more feature sets for the same price? What does it seem like the ease of use is going to be? You know, all of that stuff. Uh, and and it's funny. It feels like you could do all of that. You could go try the other one and then end up right back where you started. Yep. If uh, it, it really does remind me to of the old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what I'm kind of taking away from this, what I'm going to put into practice is when I feel 
okay, first, when I'm building something and I need a, I need a tool or I want to explore tools, I need to make a list. For me personally, I want to make a list of things that I need. What are mm-hmm. the logistical features or whatever that I actually need to accomplish? And then I'll do some research. You know, nowadays you, there's all the comparison articles and you can ask people in your space. That typically gets you pretty far. And then you can try a couple. And I think it, I think it is important to kind of just test it out for a little bit. Go on that first date and make sure it's checking your boxes and not overwhelming you. And it has to be something that you can get into a rhythm with. So it can't, ideally, it's not something that's so far out of your already existing routines and, and like ways of thinking. It kind of has to fit into that. Ideally, otherwise you're just not going to use it. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is that when you need some, when you need some technology to support you in your work and you're out there looking for it, don't be a tool. The world is overwhelming. We're constantly being pulled in a million directions and it's only going to get worse. So much of what we're sold online is about planning, strategizing, and thinking. But doing is the hardest and most important part. The box is where projects get finished. In the box, you'll organize, prioritize your projects, and finish what you start. You won't learn anything new. You'll simply get a lot done and be a part of a small community of doers. Go to theboxworkshop.com. Thanks for listening today. We can't do this without the support of our listeners. So please leave us a review or sign up for our newsletter at subtleartofnotyelling.com.